What up, everybody? This is another episode of Clear Minds Better Lives. And we're going to be talking about friendship today and how friendship is so essential to our lives and why healthy friendships are essential to our lives. So I'm here with one of my bestest sister friend, Njoki, otherwise known as Jacqueline Njoki. (laughs) Oh my God. All my government names though. (laughs) <laughs> we're doing um an intro song we're up here like are we gonna do an intro song okay right. <laughs> no listen if i was about to start singing it would be a rap so let's not <laughs> but, um, let's just go with Njoki, not the government names okay <laughs> okay guys this is an episode about friendship with Njoki and how our friendship over the years has grown changed evolved and we both think we're at the best point we've ever been in terms of friendship. And I also get how friendship has been so important during COVID-19. So I wanted to make it a bit personal and talk to Jackie about, okay, Njoki, I'm sorry, forgive me. <laughs> so it's I'm okay. going to let her introduce herself really quick before we, you know, run down. Right. Okay. So my name is Njoki, or I guess you could call me Jackie, but mostly I go by uh, Njoki. Um, it's very rare that you'll find people calling me Jackie. And um, Shira and I have been friends for 15, no, yeah, 15 years. 14, 14, 14. 15 years. It doesn't matter, 15, 14, right? Tomato, <laughs> tomato. But yeah, um, yeah so we've been friends for a very, very long time, I think, at this point. I don't even think we would call this friendship. It's more like we're family um, because we've been through it. So, yeah, um, we've been friends for a really long time. And to me... Friendship is really, really essential. It shapes me, at least the friends that I have, they've shaped me. And um, it's really important for me to talk about like cultivating healthy relationships and friendships. Um, So I'm really excited to be here and thank you for having me. Always, always. Um, So how did we meet Njoki? Um, You slid in my DMs, sis. You be you be giving this version, and people be thinking some stuff. Let me just make it clear right now: I'm not into girls. <laughs> Every single time Jokey says that, I'm like disclaimer. And if you were, we accept everybody around here, right? Because we are yeah, you open do. and we, we are do. Exactly. We do. So, um, um, but no, Shiro definitely slid in my DMs back in the days. That was when Facebook was starting off. That was like 2006, maybe. We were members. We were members. Listen, <laughs> we were the first um, members. <laughs> so, like, that was like when back then, like, you needed someone in high school to invite you to join Facebook, right? <laughs> yeah. Yo, anyways. Um, so, yeah, and we were going straight into high school. And I guess like a little background story, Shira and I are both from St. Louis, um, raised in St. Louis, and um, there's a huge Kenyan community in the St. Louis um, area. And um, so like back then, like everyone like went to the Kenyan churches and whatnot, but um, I wasn't like attending the Kenyan churches because life and... um, but it was, like, always really interesting to, like, find Kenyans that were, like, your age, right? Because a lot of, like, the people are, like, you they're were older and they're speaking. Yeah, and they're speaking Kikuyu and you don't know Kikuyu, so you're like, what? <laughs> but um, then this girl sends me a friend request and I was like, oh, okay, cool. That's, that's another Kenyan. And I think we had mutual friends and that's why, like, I accepted the friend request. And then, like, you're very, like... uh 
if, if anybody has ever met you, you're very like friendly, you're very outgoing, you're an extrovert, you make people feel as though like they want to have a good time with you. So like, that was like the first thing that I thought, because like you like slid in my DMs and you said, sis, you got pretty eyes. And I said, oh my God. <laughs> straight to the point, straight to the point, people. Starting <laughs> And um, it was uh, from there. It's been that's what. Wow, it's been a while. So yeah, then we became friends, and we've been inseparable since then. Yeah, and we've 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 gone through like everything you think friendship will go through, and I think we're yeah. still we're still gonna go a lot through our friendship. But right. um, you know, as we get into it, let's talk about the lessons we've learned. Uh-huh. in our friendship uh-huh. um I think we can both define what friendship is for us yes it's really vital and important to us right. but for those people who are in friendships just to be in friendships why is having healthy friendships important can I ask you to clarify what you mean when you say uh, friendships just to be in friendships just it's to like a friend or just to call someone a friend yeah because yeah the the term friend is very diluted right now you know what I mean like because I know her because we drink together or because you know um I've met her once she's my friend but these the term of like healthy friendship of which you and I and a lot of people that we you know our crew rather we have this bond that is very healthy you know we're there for each other through the good and the bad, there's unconditional love and unconditional love comes with calling each other out, not being right. happy with each other all the time, fighting, right. <laughs> you know what right. I mean? So describe yeah. that and, and how maybe perhaps we can talk about for the both of us, how it's made us grow and learn. Okay. Um, I think like throughout uh, us, like <laughs> throughout this 14 years, we've had to like um, learn how to define friendships uh, through out the various stages in our lives like when we were in high school friendship was we're going to the mall we're going to go eat pizza and then I'll see you on Sunday right like that was friendship yeah. and it was like one of us like um especially you and I I guess in this point we can talk about this um we were like also like learning ourselves and growing into who we were but like we that mm-hmm. meant like we were stepping on our toe on each other's toes a lot actually we were talking we were stomping on our each other's toes like all the time because we didn't understand like boundaries, how far I can push you, how far you can push me, um, what I can expect from you, what I need in a friendship. And as I've grown, um, I've learned to define that as like friendship to me is more than just like surface level. It is that means that like I am holding you down and I'm holding space for you regardless, right? Mm. It doesn't mean Cause like, there's some things like you do that I don't agree with. Right. But I'm like, you know what? That's Shiro. Cause I know you and I support you through it. Right. Even if I don't support you, that doesn't mean that we're not friends. That just means I disagree with you on this thing, but we still mm-hmm. have something where we have in common that keeps our friendship going. Right. Um, some of the ways that like we address issues are completely different. And I think that like the most important thing is to remember is like you don't have to have people that think like you or do things like you to be your friends. Like the mm. people that push you and challenge you, even if you disagree, but like are teaching you things, like I feel like that's really meaningful in a friendship. Um yeah. I think that like specifically for us and like our group of friends, um, 
we have learned to we have like we've had to be in the ringer with each other since like when we were younger to this point where we're at so we know each other i know that if i push shiro this button she's gonna react right mm-hmm. so i learned right. that and i respect that and i know not to go there because i'm like and i protect you and i protect that space that you have right um but it's it's because of like the very many things that we've gone through the fights that we've had the countless fights the losses that we've experienced <laughs> Not like you know like our seasonal boyfriends or long-term boyfriends but like also losing friends and family members um it's been like learning how to like adult together figuring out adulting because yo they they played us when they told us adulting was fun this is this, this ain't it <laughs> yeah. like it becomes harder exactly F- figuring out adulting leaving our parents house and figuring life uh, figuring life outside of that, outside of mm. our, of our, um, I guess our shield and our protection that we've been given, um, figuring and like figuring out life outside of like just the core friends that we've had for such a long time, yeah. and then now you got to go out there and make friends that like have not grown up with you, you know, like right. learning all those things. It makes you um, hone in on what you want in your life as friends and um in friendships be in not just wow that made no sense but yeah <laughs> not just in but I think to say you meant to say not just in friendships but in relationships too it's like a, exactly it's they're See, both correlated we write <laughs> great minds <laughs> I don't even have to say anything she already knows <laughs> Nakusoma, Naku feel, feel. No, but like in terms of lessons, I think the biggest lesson between um, Joki and I has probably been learning who the other person is. Yes. Um, and I think, you know, I I I tend to use our friendship whenever other people want to like compare in terms of like, and I get it. We our friendship is very different from every friendship we have with other people but I think what I love about our friendship is because I think we had the teenage years already you know we had that whole of like I need to talk to Njoki every day I need to tell her this like Njoki and I will go two months (laughs) two months even more but when we talk it's like nothing has changed because there's Mm -hmm. already a foundation and I know most people don't have that so I agree with you when you say in adulthood I think for me what I found in adulthood friendships the connection has to be offset. You know, you don't have time to play the games anymore. You don't have time to at you know. So I think once you realize like the boundaries exist, when you make adult friendships, you have to communicate those boundaries. Because you and I are at that level whereby I already know what your boundary is. You already know mine. Like, so we communicate effectively whenever there's an issue. So it's never really like, and like Atia mad at her or she's mad at me. It's more like, okay, there was a time when you never... (laughs) We never had that at all. Like, Shiro and I were, like, head-to-head. Like, because, like, Shiro and I are, like, similar in the sense that, like, we're very um, we're very strong in our beliefs and who we are as people. And, mm. um, and so, like, when we were younger, like, we would clash all the time. Because it's, like, the way she's coming at me is not how... I'm not expecting you to come at me like that, sis. So you better watch how you talk to her. Like, what do you mean? Like, you know, and for her, like, it comes from, like, a place of love. And sometimes, like, she doesn't understand when it's coming off wrong. And I'm like, sis, you better 
girl. And so we used to clash all the time, but like, as like life has happened and as like mm-hmm. we've learned each other, not just each other, but like ourselves, who we are yeah. and how we communicate, we've learned yeah. like, okay, she, when Shiro says this, she doesn't mean it like that. Like, and when I'm talking, when she comes to me like that, I need to learn mm-hmm. to like, get myself together and talk to her in a certain way that like we will be able to communicate because before it was just like you say something I say something back now like it's a whole fire and then Sherry's just like wow you know I had to take I had to take Twix chocolate to Njoki to apologize I swear till this day till this day no one gets it when I'm like Njoki taught me how to apologize because I didn't know how to do it I I I guess we could share that story um (laughs) Do we even know why we were fighting? I don't remember why we were fighting. I don't even remember what it was about. I don't know. All I, I know is that I drove all the way to West County in the rain. I, listen, um, so so I guess like set up the scene, right? Uh, my mom and I live like about like 30 minutes away from like where Shiro and her family live. And um, I guess Shiro and I like got in an argument or or something like we argued about something and like one thing about me is I'm very straightforward I if I need space I will let you know I need space if I'm not mm-hmm. trying to talk to you, I will let you know I need, I don't want to talk to you whereas Shiro is more like but I want to talk and I'm like sis I want to solve it now exactly and I'm like not yeah. right now I'm not ready and Shiro's like no I want to and I said listen don't 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 you dare and then I'm at home <laughs> chilling Right. And I hear a knock on the door and I look in the little peephole and she was standing outside my door. And I was like, did this girl, <laughs> you seen that meme of like the flavor of love when, um, her, what was her name? And she was like, Lord, please don't make me beat this bitch's ass. I, I, I don't remember who it was. Like, don't let me beat this. Yeah. Anyways, I was like, Lord, no, I'm not opening this door. And so I didn't open the door and she like left and she left like a little Twix bar outside my door. It was so cute. But I was like, I'm not trying to have this. I mean, I ate the Twix bar though, but, <laughs> but yeah, so like we've had to resolve that, right? Like now when I say I need space, she respects that. And she's like, Whenever you're ready, I am here, you know? And yeah. so, like... Because um, I realized, I realized it's value. Like, you you really realize, like, when you want things on the now, like, the anxiety and the insecurity that comes with that is so tragic. Like, I, you know, I'm thinking about what we're talking about, and I remember even in my relationships, I used to do that all the time. Like, we need to resolve it now or else things will be hellfire. And I think once you learn that, space is much needed that way you can be able to talk in a much calmer rational level right god it becomes so much easier it's not even an argument anymore it's just like right. oh that happened like i get what you're saying and so yeah, yeah at, at 17 18 years old we never used to do that it used to be really heavy and i think most of it was probably me because jackie was like oh i need space and i'm like no no because jackie wasn't like saying we won't solve it she was right. more like let's let's think before we say things we may regret Right. But I also think we've never said anything mean to each other. Do you know that? Like, I do no. not think we have ever think, said anything mean to each other. No, I think um, at the core of it is like the the respect that we have for each other and the love that we have for each other. Um, yes, we like butt heads or whatever, but like, I will never call mm-hmm. you out of your name. I'll never be disrespectful to you. Um 
even when I'm calling you out, whenever you're being like irrational or being selfish, like I'm calling you out because I want you to recognize that like, Hey, I don't know if you noticed, but you're doing this and that's not you. Right. Um, but it's not like I'm attacking you and I'm like, well, you do this and you know, it's like, Hey sis, like you're missing like the benchmark, right? You're missing the point who you are. Like something's off. I need you to check that. And I think that like, that's the most important thing in friendships is like Mm. one communication, but also learning to communicate in a healthy, respectful way um, that is rooted in love. Right. Um, and I think that's like the most important thing because, you know, even I know that like when you come to me and you tell me something that's probably going to attack my ego, I know it's coming from a place of love. Not Such that a big gonna... ego. Exactly. And girl, you know, <laughs> our egos are out of this world. And so like when you come to me and you say something, obviously I get defensive because my ego is like, no, she didn't. But then I have to remember like one was fact Shiro loves me and two Shiro would never say anything to like hurt me so mm-hmm. what she's saying has a basis so I should probably listen but you know you have yeah. to go through that in your own mind to get to that place that's why I was saying it's important to like also learn yourself to be able yeah, to be good definitely. friends with other people right right and I think so I think we can say um communication effectively mm-hmm. is the first lesson of mm-hmm. our friendship um learning ourselves Mm -hmm. uh, learning who you are and I do want to emphasize that takes time it's not like a (laughs) because you know Njoki two years ago is not Njoki I know now and vice versa because we change right equally change but I think it's respecting and learning the person who you you're becoming exactly and be okay with that person and I think that is the hardest thing for people to do in friendship yeah and hold space for your friends when they're evolving, right? Yeah. We're not meant to be uh, sedentary. Sedentary? Wow, let's talk about that word. <laughs> but we're not meant to be, like, life is not binary. It's not black and white. Like, there's gray areas. And we also, mm-hmm. we're evolving, like, constantly, right? But also, like, recognizing that, like, hey, uh, Shira's not thinking the way that she used to, so she's, something's off, or, like, she's changing. Her mentality mm-hmm. is not the way that it was. And I can't, like confine you to who you were because you are you know and it's like being able to hold that space for you to grow and maybe teach me the things that you're learning as you're growing but it's always Mm -hmm. like so hard because um I feel like um sometimes when our friends when our friends are growing or they're changing we always feel as though like I'm losing grips of the person that I know um and like it's anxiety inducing and it's also like um it kind of like triggers like a part of our brain where it's like oh my god like my one friend or like my two friends that I thought had my back Mm -hmm. are leaving or like they're changing and I'm not going to be able to have them um but like it's recognizing that like oh no their growth is good for me too you know like let me read them on while they're growing because whatever they're going through they they might help me out later or like I might do something that might help them in their growth process um it's holding space for each other in those Mm -hmm. evolving moments in the sad times in the good times it's like literally constantly holding space for each other I I love that you brought that up because I was going to give credit to your mom real quick in terms of holding space for people (laughs) and yourself. When I was in Kenya Mm -hmm. and I was going through it, there was a time I was really, really pissed off 
and uh-huh. I just think I was pissed off at, at like <clears throat> my folks or like stuff that was happening around me. Uh-huh. So I went to the mosque with one of my friends uh-huh. <laughs> and then I was just like, you know what? Maybe I should try being a Muslim. And uh-huh. I remember I put it out on Facebook because uh-huh. I knew it would be seen and I knew yeah, it, I would cause ca- it, it would cause chaos, uh-huh. um, of which it did. <laughs> and people commented. Then here comes Jane Magotti and her mother at, at my defense. So. I think Oshiro thrived on chaos. You thrived on like, chaos. And I'm I so grateful like, for that because, wow, you were taking us through it. But, uh-huh. I, I'm talking about like, my mom. I, yeah, I was, I was saying that um, in that moment, your mom comments and she's just like, because someone called, said something, and I can't remember what it was, and your mom was like, Hey, this is my daughter, and I am allowed to feel the way I feel, but that doesn't mean I don't like love her. Right. And then the person attacked to your mom, and you go, "Listen, this is between my mom and Shiro, and she still loves Shiro." She just explicitly said she still loves Shiro. So why are you bothered by it? And I think at the time when you say I thrived on chaos, I just didn't know how to communicate what I was going through. Yeah, yeah. Because I was just like, okay, you really, really feel like I'm bad? Okay, then let me show you that I can be bad. That was always my, that yeah. was always my resolve. And I was just like, and now I'm just like, you know what, if I'm bad, I'm bad. Who cares at this point? Right, you right. Know? Um, but, you know, back to your mom and in terms of holding space for people, your, you and your mother have loved me outside my, like my family if there are people who have right. loved me like together unconditionally yeah. as a pack is you and your mom because yeah. I know things I know your mom has stood up for me <laughs> right oh my god when, my mom let's just take this moment to shout out my mom whoever Jane Magoti my namesake here okay you out here holding space for the youngins okay no for as long as I can remember my mom's house has been like a revolving door of like people coming in and my mom holding space for them and like loving them and then like nurturing them and then letting them go for as long as I can remember and not just like her friends or like whatever but my friends like my mom like genuinely like loves my friends and holds them down like if there's anyone like that I know will be like, you know what? That's not Shiro. Even though she knows maybe it could be Shiro. My mom will be like, nope, it's not. And she will defend you to the death. And then she'll be like, baby, Shiro, you need to get your life Papa. together. <laughs> exactly. Get it together. I have your back outside, but But she will have your back. And I think that like um, my mom treasures like friendships so much and like, Mm. um she's like I guess that's why like I I value friendship so much is because she's like a really great example of like a good friend oh, yeah. like I always tell her this like I was like if you were not my mom and I was not your daughter and we didn't know each other I would want to be your friend because she genuinely loves hard and she genuinely holds space and she genuinely wants good for the people around her and my mom has like opened her doors to you and like you knew if you were Three o'clock in the morning y'all I used to drive up Exactly. If you knew that, like, you were going through something and you needed a safe space, you know you could go to my mom's house. You know you can call her. Like, and that goes for, like, all my friends, like, across the board. She's never um, wavered in that way. And I think that, like, her example, like, kind of, like, you know, like, and I think it also, like, has facilitated our friendship, our friend group, because she keeps us together, right? She's, like, Mm -hmm. the ride or die. She's like, by the way, have you talked to Bogwa? 
by the way, how's Mahood? You know, like he wants to know. Like she's like, have you called Rachel? And I'm like, yeah, by the way, I need to call. You know, like yeah, she keeps you on your toes. So shout out to my mom. Oh yeah, she's. I I think also when you have a parental figure who lets you discover who you are, because you know Njoki's mom has let our friendship um grow and she's letting Jokey grow yeah. because I know Jackie too yeah. like her transition and moving which we're going to talk about in a little bit but like you know to see that outside like my my parents it's like so gratifying because you're like yeah. you know now when we all have kids we want to yeah. be like that right and Jokey's kids yeah. my kids my sister's kids we want to be those kind of parent um, un- uncles and aunties who are like there's a safe space for y- you here right, equally right. shared yeah. and I think that's so important because you gotta hold space for your people right all exactly. the time exactly all the time exactly and she is she's about that <laughs> she and my mom is about that life so she really um, is great to have a really great example and I think that like also knowing that like you guys can come to her and be in her house and be yourself and have fun when she's around, you know? Cause like in most um, Kenyan like households, like your parents walk in and you like go to your room. Right. Whereas like my mom walks in and everyone is like, hi auntie. You know, they're like, what's up? You know, like, <laughs> and, you know, and we're um, holding, we're, we're holding our, you know, two drinks. Snacka. Right. And <laughs> having fun. What are you drinking? You know, like, and it's not a matter of like sharing drinks or whatever. Like, obviously, like that's bonding. But like, she's not naive to like act as if like we're not adults or like we're mm. not out on these. Well, not on these streets, but like you know, like the things that go on. You know, like in and the I real feel world. Like, exactly, and I don't want to like bash um any other parental figures, but like my mom is like very real, and like that's like mm. what. I hold very dear to her because she's not naive. She's like, okay, like the other, I, I don't know if you were there. We were having a discussion about like hookahs and she was like, girl, if you want to get one, get one, but not in my house, you know, but she's like, but if you're trying to right. smoke one, that's cool. You know, like do you, but, but yeah, so um, it's not lost on her, but I am really grateful because she has facilitated our friendship and has allowed us to grow oh, yeah. into ourselves. Yeah, and I I gotta thank my dad on that one too, or my parents, because I think your mom met our. You remember we used to say we are cousins. You forgotten our parents come oh, from the God. same hood. I think people who met us like back back when they're like, oh, we saw, oh, Jockey is my cousin, because yeah. you know in Saint Louis everyone is family, and me yeah. and you are like the zero percentage who grew up in Nairobi, so we're like we're, we're family. We grew up, yeah. you know, we're cousins. You know, we're like we're cousins. Oh, you're from Nairobi, cousins. Oh, you're not we're cousins. Yeah. No. So, I mean, we we also had a dance group together in Joki. How can we forget to mention how big we were? Listen, we were out here, booked and busy. Listen, we. I took that so serious. I was a choreographer at a very young age. I should put that in my resume. Choreographer extraordinaire. Listen, and you were like the music collector connoisseur. And I think that's, you know, like you've had that like since we were young. Like, because to this day, to this day, you still, uh, (laughs) (laughs) exactly, you still hold like music. Like, I know that if I'm looking for a song, I'm going to throw this song that goes like, (laughs) you're like, oh yeah, this one. (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, I do know. Here's a link. (laughs) But no, I think that like, 
it was through that dance group that we um we were able to come into our friendship fully because that's where we had mm. most of our fights but also what mm. held us together because yeah. we were fighting yeah, about everything <laughs> but um that also like has like I think that also is also like a foundation as to why our friendship is so strong because yeah. we had to learn how to go like well now and like um looking back at it it's like we're we were like kind of like in a business together um and we had to learn how to navigate that and have our friendship even when we mm. disagree um we still oh, learn yeah. to be friends and imagine like and you know what the funny thing is you guys like we never actually got mad at the other person. Njoki and I would disagree, like, we can't dance this song. Njoki's like, it is possible to dance this song. I'm looking at her, I'm like, Njoki, where, where are we going to get these moves? Because we had already exhausted all the moves. I got the moves. Don't worry about it. Just get the song. And she was like, no, and I'm going to bow next. I mean, I'm not about her songs, but it's whatever. <laughs> You know, and that's what friendship is like, and you will fight, you'll go through it. And I think you also have to be very intentional. That's something I think we haven't talked about is being an intentional individual. You can be, you can't have jealousy when you have true friendship. You can't have, you know, like doing clear minds, better lives. Oh my God. Can you think of the support you guys have given me? We would not be here. Yeah. We would not be here. So I I look at that and I'm like, we can like use this as an example because I remember um, of like clear communication, right? I remember when you were starting it, you reached out to me and you said, Jackie, this is what I'm planning on doing, blah, blah, blah. And I said, that is a great idea. I fully support you. And then you like, after like a couple of like weeks or whatever, you reached out to me and you said, these are the positions that I have. This is what I would want to do. And I told you, I said, Shiro, I fully support you. But right now I have all these things on my plate. I would be... Mm. Like, I would be such a bad friend if I committed and you're expecting 100% and I can only offer you 20%. So I am here for you in the background if you need anything, but Mm -hmm. I will not be able to support you in the way that you want me to. And you were like, you know what? I completely understand. Thank you. Like, like back in the days, we were like, oh, she's not supporting me. Cut her off. But I was like, you know, like. No, I would have been like, why? And Joki, why? Like, why? And let me tell (laughs) <laughs> and let me clarify this for those who are listening you don't have to know sometimes what's going on with your friend like you don't like oh we gotta emphasize on this one Jokey. you don't boundaries. have to know Listen, i feel like right and i feel like that's the thing right like i think we've also learned that like i'm not entitled to knowing everything about you if you don't feel like sharing that with me and if you're not in a place to share that with me that is mm-hmm. okay and it's to yourself is for you to keep i don't feel any type of way, whether you share it or me or not, like that is a boundary that we have both learned, right? It's like Shiro does not want to share, but Shiro needs help in this way. I will help her. Yeah, and right? sometimes and, helping is actually giving uh, someone space. Exactly. <laughs> so she, so she will let me know when she's ready, and we've learned that boundaries, communication, knowing yourself, and here we intentionality, are. being intentional, being, acting being out friendship. Right. If you want to be a good friend, you have to be a friend first. Right. Where like mm-hmm. I guess like if you want a good friend, you have to be a friend first. Like I have to act out my friendships. I don't want to just say I'm there for you. Like I'm like, mm-hmm. right, I'm there for you. 
but here's a meal just in case you don't feel like cooking or you don't have the strength to cook or here is whatever it is that you need if you you know like I just don't want to say I'm here for you like I'm holding space for you but I'm also gonna do this thing to help you in your load and make it lighter yeah for me I think it's always music if I cannot do something financially for Njoki oh my god I'll flood her with music exactly just because i know what music is you know that's my form of like that's my form of like kind of giving back because at the time yeah we live far away from each other so you it it is what it is for whatever your friend would deserve you know because we all don't like the same thing we all don't vibe the same way so right right Um, like a matter of like not even that it's like i know like she was having a hard time it's like you get everybody else and it's like let's all have a meal for her. Like, let's go see Shiro and be mm. with her. I know Mama Njoki is having a hard time. Like, let's all go just be there. You know, like, yeah. it's, not, it's not just saying, hey, I'm here for you. It's actually being like, let's do more than just saying. Yeah. And it's action. It doesn't have to be very big. Yeah. I sometimes feel like the small things are what go tremendously well. So, yeah, I appreciate this. I appreciate the fact that we've gotten to this level. But, y'all, it's work. Work, work, work. Okay. You wish. Let's <laughs> let's let's now move on to uh-huh. our mental health. Okay. Um I think for a very long time we never uh-huh. openly discussed our mental health towards yeah. each other. Mm-hmm. Just because I think at the back, well, I think at the back of mine. Let's let me speak for mine. I think at the back, I was like always embarrassed about mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. I was like, if I tell Jokey, I don't know what she'll think, mm-hmm. you know. Or if you tell me vice versa, yeah. you know, like you seeing th- a therapist when you were younger, even before, I was like, oh my god, like you know, I was like, oh my god, we never talked about this. But now yeah. we're at different places. We talk about this stuff. So, yeah. talk about your transition from St. Louis to DC. Shout out to the DC peeps. It's a beautiful city to be in. It is absolutely gorgeous. I love it here. Um, <laughs> I just, uh, wow. Uh, let's see. I moved here for grad school and I was like really excited. But also let's talk about the fact that my mom let me leave her house with just two suitcases, moved to a whole city, <laughs> not knowing anybody. Okay. Like, is you, are you serious? Are you serious? Anyways, but um, <laughs> I really did. Jane was ready to let you go. I Jane did. Was just... I really did. I really did. I packed my bags and got on that plane and moved to DC, not knowing a single soul except my roommate at that time, who I met on Facebook. Right? Like I, I was out here just risking it, and I'm grateful that like um, I was given that freedom. My mom just was mm-hmm. like. Why? I know I trust that I have given you everything that I possibly can for you to survive out there. And then you guys, my friends collectively in St. Louis, like sent me out with so much love and I felt so supported. Mm. And I knew that like if I came here, I was going to be untouchable, right? I was like, yeah, I got this. I got this. I got school. I'm good. And then I came here and adulthood was like, sis, you thought you <laughs> thought you had it. This is how it's going to go. And I was like, and let me tell you, I was in your Roshwad. Life in your Roshwad. <laughs> um, in English, what would we say the English term for I would Streamlined. From the flow up. <laughs> life, listen, life beat me up, right? And mm. and that's okay, right? That's, it's part of life. We all were growing. And in the span of like 
a year from me moving, not knowing anyone. I was deeply, deeply depressed. I guess like a background of my, um, of like my mental health story is I was, I was diagnosed with depression, um, and like suicidal ideation, um, uh, like a couple years prior to like moving to DC and I was seeing therapy, a therapist and a psychiatrist as well. And, um, and then like, I was like, you know, like I was good. I was, it was well managed. Um, so I stopped going to therapy cause I was like, yeah, I, I got this, you know, like, mm. and then I moved to DC and that was like triggering for me. Um, and that's, I think also moving to DC, like also like I got anxiety. I started getting anxiety attacks and panic attacks. But that's another story for another day. But, um, when I moved to DC, uh, life happening, being alone, uh, not being able to like make ends meet, like just all these things, right? Like hitting me in school full time, working full time. I was like, what is this? And I was flustered. I didn't have my bearings. And then in the middle of that, my grandma passed. And mm-hmm. if anybody knows me or knows my family, my grandma was my heart in human form. And she was everything she still is to me um she was mm-hmm. everything to me and I absolutely adored her like with every single fiber of my being and when I moved here and then she passed away that like knocked the wind out of me and that that tore me that literally mm-hmm. like ripped me apart and I remember everything after my grandma passing was kind of like black I don't recall events. I don't remember even being there for you guys. I was just like, F everything. You know, I was like, this ain't it. This ain't what I've signed up for. And I was just like completely wrecked, right? And I kept telling my mom, I was like, I need to see a therapist. I'm not okay. I need to see a therapist. I'm not okay. And she's like, that's fine. Do it. But like, you know, like you keep saying and you don't really act on it. And then... um. I like life continues happening and I'm like, okay, I kind of got a grip on like, you know, life, like working school. I kind of got a grip of like my mental health. I think I can like, I think I can manage it. Like that's not to say like I wasn't having suicidal ideations. I was having them constantly. I have planned out very extravagant, like suicidal plans. And, Mm um, I was like, you know, just going through it. And then I was like, okay, I think I'm okay. I think I'm okay. I think I'm okay. And then this year happened. That was like what my grandma passed two years this year. So like last year was like more grief, right? And then this year happened and my uncle passed. And I was like, are you, is this? And I I know that was heavy for you. Is this really? Yeah. I, it's still mind blowing to me to this day. And then within a week, my mito passed. And I was like, hey. <laughs> I was like, what more do you have for us? And, yeah, and please know, I, this was during COVID-19. So Jackie cannot travel to Kenya for anything. Yeah. And, and also, like, another disclaimer. If you know me or know my family at all, we are tighter than, like, I don't even know what. Like, we ride we ride deep right like, tighter than tight Monday. you see all of us 
we are together constantly and my uncle is someone who is like been a constant in my life as a father figure from when I can remember like this man mm. used to take out my teeth like this man was was it for me you know and mm. then all of a sudden he's like gone and like literally like less than 24 hours he was here and then he was not and all of these emotions just like flooded me and I was in so much pain I mm. was in so much pain like it physically hurt like I couldn't breathe I remember I it was it was extremely painful I mean it still is um a little more bearable now but I was in so much pain and I remember I just needed I needed an outlet I needed I needed something because I was like, this is so painful. And I remember like, you know, like those moments when you're crying and no sound is coming out because you're in so yeah. much pain. And I was yeah. just crying and like, I was like, I am in pain. Like it, my body was in pain. Like my heart was shattered. I was, I was in pain and I was like, I need to like, let go of this pain. I don't know what else. And I was like, I'm going to do something stupid. And I remember I kept telling my mom like prior to like my uncle passing, I was like, I just feel as though, like, I need to go drive to, like, an ER and have them commit me. Like, I need to mm. be committed. I remember I can... you telling me this. Yeah, because I'm going to do something stupid, and I'm scared that I'm going to do something stupid. And then now, like, after my uncle passed, I was like, what's up? Like, ain't no reason. There's nothing. There's nothing left, right? Like, there's nothing left. Mm. And I remember the only way I could think of was, like, to let go of this pain to like have some kind of like be able to breathe was like to cut myself and I remember I cut myself and like it wasn't like freeing but it was like I could exhale Ooh, that's a yeah exhale because mm. I was like now there's like this outlet for this pain and then immediately after that I was like who have I become and I remember mm. I told my mom, I was like, I need help. I definitely need help. I'm not okay. And I am scared. And mm. I definitely need help. And so that's when I, um, like, looked for, like, therapists um, just because I knew that I was spiraling. And I've been in, like, the darkest trenches. And I know what it's like. And I knew mm. that I was getting there. And I was like... I don't know if I go there, if I'm going to survive. And that's why I was like, I need, I need to do something. And so that's why I started therapy again. And it's been kind of like, a, it, it's been exhilarating in some sense. It's kind it kind of gives me a time to like, just be still and have all those mm. emotions catch up on like you know and allow myself to feel all of those things but also have an outlet and someone to guide me through those emotions and yeah wow I just talked for a really long time <laughs> I know that's deep I, I was like let me let her have this story it's her moment yeah um first of all you you know for me I'm always there for you but I think when whenever a, a close friend especially someone who's like a sister right first things you want to do is just cry because right. especially as someone who's been through that pain, you know, yeah. when Jackie lost her grandma, I was broke as hell, but I was like, I don't care if I have to take a bus to DC I know for her to physically see her and hug her. And the same thing happened when your uncle passed. It was like, 
okay, I'm crumbling my thoughts. I'm like, okay, do I call the mother first? Okay, there's COVID. Can the crew drive up to see the mom and we'll just honk outside her and let her know we're here? You know, it was like a lot of things flowing through my mind there and then. And then you go through transition, which is probably yeah. the worst thing to go to. It's, it's so bad when you're going through grief during an yeah. individual transition. Because yeah. in this transition, you're not even with your mom. No. You're like alone. None so of it's them. like life is None like them. you grieve, but you need to continue mm-hmm. living at the same time. Which exactly. is exactly and it's so crazy because life life the world keeps turning even when you're not ready for it to. You're Every never prepared. Going and you are just there in this like pain and this hurt and this grief and this helplessness mm-hmm. and everything just keeps going and you're you can't even go. You're trying to keep moving and everybody's just the world's still revolving and you just needed to stop. I just need to stop together mm. my thoughts to process that these things are happening to me. These things have happened. I need to be able to figure out what are these emotions that I'm feeling. But life doesn't give you that. Nope. You got to keep going. Nope. And so and that's it. what therapy has been for me. It's allowed me to just kind of like stop. Mm. and allow those things to finally catch up with me yeah register and feel them and then let them go oh yeah I feel that but I think that like I guess the most important thing to note is like when your friend because I think that like um when your friend is going through a hard time like that a lot of people don't know how to be there for their friends Mm. um yeah and a lot of uh, a lot of people feel guilty when they don't know, or they are like, "I should have known. I'm her friend. I should have, I should have seen the sign." Um, yeah. but when you take time to know your friends and to learn them, you know when they change or something is off, right? It's like mm. you used to laugh all the time. Now Jokey is like unavailable or whatever. And it's not up to you to try and fix them. Hold space for them. Mm. Educate yourself and know resources that you can give them to go to. Not even go to, but you can be like, I'll be on the phone with you if you need something, right? Or Mm. I will take, I will pick you up and drive you to this place. Or I will come and we can just stay in the house together, whether you just want to cry. I, you know, like, I'm just check. Hey, I'm just checking up on you. I am going to bring you food later, right? And I think mm-hmm. that like, um, that it's little things. You don't have to be like, exactly. I'm gonna save them. I'm gonna get them out of this. No, it's just literally holding space for them. Like, just being there in the trenches, right? Don't question. Like try and talk to your friend or whoever that might be going through something and come up with like a safe word that you both can have when they're going through that and their thoughts are spiraling, like a safe word. Just being like, mm. you know, like if I text you and I'm like, what's our safe word? Run. And I'm, I'll be like, run. And you know that I just need to be on the phone just there. Exactly. Even if it's and just silent, just sit in that moment with me. I, I can't emphasize how many times you've done that for me, right? Since we were kids. 
Yeah. I think you've always done that. And so for me, it's always been like, I'll send her love even if I don't know what's going on. Right. And, you know, for I think the whole of last year, you know, seeing you and my sister's relationship go into a deep low and then come, you know, come out of that lowness. I think for me, I, I remained constant in the sense that knowing I've been there, you know, but it was also a learning space for me too even if I was watching it it's like how communication is so important right you know like I remember when I went through something earlier this year I texted you and I was like Jackie I'm going through it right now I can't really talk about it because I don't know how to articulate it to you but I just need you to know that I'm not in a good headspace and you just said thank you for sharing this with me you know Um, and then the loss of your uncle happened and I think it was the same way like I know you're going through it I can only do this Right. I'm holding space for you. Right. And I think that's for me, this you sharing your mental health journey is I think I hope the person who hears this knows and understands that there's always a story with someone. Right. Right. And however the person deals with that, it's for you to respect it. Right. You know, Boa, who's our mutual friend, was really having a hard time. Yeah. Boa would text me every day. He's like, go to therapy, go to therapy. I'm like, Boa, stop. Like, stop telling me what you think. And I get it. He's coming from a great place. Yeah. He doesn't want to see me hurt. Yeah. You know, but I had to sit down with him and I'm like, Boa, I know where you're coming from. But you need to understand that where I'm at right now, I'm feeling nothing. There's nothing you can say. Like, it needs to come from me. Yeah. And I think goes back to what Joki was saying, always be a friend to yourself first before you're a friend to anyone else. Because then you understand that if I was in that position, you know, and that's the example I give, but what if you were in this position, you probably wouldn't want me coming at you. you Right. And it goes both ways. And not just that, like also, oh, also um, being like, Shiro, I understand that, you know, like therapy is not your thing, but I am here holding space for you. What do you need from me? What do you need me mm. to do in this moment? What do you need, right? Like I'll come and just sit there with you if that's what you need, right? Asking yeah. the other person what they need. And it's so, so important. yeah, like what do you need? How can I be there for you, right? Because I feel like sometimes we show love the way we want to be shown love and that doesn't mm. work for some people. Like, I want flowers and you hate flowers. So girl, don't send me, I'm not going to send you flowers, you know, like (laughs) it's asking. And even if you think, you know, it's like, you know, like sometimes I'm like, I, Shiro, I don't even know what to tell you right now, but I am here for you. What do you need right now? You know, right. Mm -hmm. I'm giving you, I'm, I'm leaving out this space to know for you to know that you can come to me, whatever you Mm -hmm. need. Right. Uh, if you need, financial help if you need just me to hold space for you if you need my mom to come see you if you just need to go to my mom's house just to be there with Mm. her you know if you need like do you want food right now would food be okay like can I send you food right like holding space for you know like what do you need and I will yeah and I will be that for you because I feel like that's the purpose of friendship right making your life that much more bearable yeah. So we can make life, because this life is hard as fuck. It's already hard enough. And, like, no one exactly. else deserves to make it unbearable for you. Exactly. And I like that you've echoed that, echoed asking what your friends need. And I think this is not something we're taught growing up. 
yeah. that you actually have to ask your friend what they want mm-hmm. and need yeah. in this friendship. Yeah. yeah. You know, because sometimes we go about, you know, it's like the way you give that, give the example of how we used to fight. You didn't need, yeah, the, the Twix gesture was great, right? right. But, but in that moment, you wanted. didn't need it. But I assumed, That's you know, you because that I assumed automatically Jackie's going to be fine right after I give her a Twix. And it's like, <laughs> not, not really, you know, because right. yeah. I mean, at that time it was sensible to me, but now I look back at it. I'm like, it's not. And I, and I, yeah. and I hope and pray that when we have our children or like the, our friends' children will instill these things in, at an early age for them to make right. things easier as they grow. So yeah. yeah, thank you for sharing that. You know, deep. Ooh. We had to go deep for y'all a little bit. You know, but <laughs> but Joki, Joki has talked about and Joki has talked about how therapy has really helped her. But I do want you to talk about how maybe our crew friendship mm-hmm. has also been like a steel foundation for us. It has. It has. And shout out to Mohu because Mohu is a real one when we're going through it. <laughs> Listen, um, I. I um I am so 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 blessed and so humbled that I I get to call you guys my family because we mm. will do it right. We've been through arrests. We've been through <laughs> hospitals. We've been through death. We've been through losses. We've been through highs and lows. We have been through it, and we've held each other down consistently, no matter what. And I know for sure that like. Even if I fall by the wayside, like I know that y'all got me, right? Mm. I like that is like one assurance that I know. I am certain that I am loved. I am certain that I have like family in you guys. And that is like so comforting because a lot of people don't have that. A lot of people don't have that those kind of friendships and I just feel so so lucky and not just like you guys but like I've also been blessed with like really great friends here in DC mm-hmm. as well and I yeah. think that like God like specifically like handpicked people and placed them in my life and you guys being like the core of it I am so so grateful like the laughs right like fight but at the end of it like I know what's up right like we'll go yeah. And then we'll come back and we're like, by the way, that investment. Or we're like, by the way, have you applied for grad school? You know, like, I'm not... What are you, you doing eat, to better yourself? Eating, mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's like so, so, so important. We hold each other accountable. We want all of us to, like, rise to, like, you know, like, we all, we, we're not leaving anyone by the wayside. And I'm so grateful because you guys have held space for me even when I wasn't showing up for any of you. Mm-hmm. And it, in in hindsight, I look back at it, like I was telling you, like those few years have been like literally like a blackout for me, like especially after my grandma passed because I missed so many opportunities to be there for you guys. Um, but I was so wrapped up in my grief and in the depression and in trying to survive that like I had I didn't give a I didn't care at all I was like y'all asking for too much from me right now I can't even be there for myself and y'all want me to be a good friend right like I that's the Mm. last thing on my mind right now I'm just trying to survive through this week then we can talk about next week like but we held space 
Exactly. And you guys like held me down even when I wasn't deserving. Like you constantly showed me so much love. You were like, I understand that you did not show up for me here, but I still love you. And I'm going to like give you all this love that I possibly can. And that to me speaks so much volume. And like, I remember, cause even my mom would be like, Jackie, I understand that you're going through it right now, but like your friends want to be there for you. Give them that opportunity to be there for you. And I was like, they don't understand. You don't know, blah, blah, blah. Like, but excuse that too, you know, like, and, um, it's really great because I have learned what love in action looks like through you guys. And I'm so, so grateful. Mm. So if y'all didn't know, shout out to y'all. And I love you guys. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. we've been through it. And I'm sure in a couple of years when we're at another level, we'll come back and tell y'all how we've really been doing in 10 years, maybe. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> another whole 14, shout 15 out. years needs to pass. Shout out. Uh, From your mother. Yeah, that, that's what friendship is. It's, yeah. it's communication. It's mm-hmm. intentionality. Mm-hmm. What else did you say, Joki? You miss a how? Okay, you miss a moment to mob. Okay, communication, being intentional, learning yourself, right? You have to be a mm-hmm. friend first and get good friends. Um, learning your friends as well. Holding space. Holding space. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And I think those are the most important things. And then also, mm-hmm. like, just genuinely like core of it is like love radical love radical compassion at all times like giving that grace to your friends right like and it has to be genuine from a place of love genuine it has to be genuine like Mm -hmm. it has to be always genuine you know like whenever we're doing things to help us grow we always ask each other how will it help you grow exactly where is it taking you because it's not coming from a place of and also, you have to know how to communicate it. Not ask yeah. like you're, you know, like you don't support it. But it's it's yeah. like okay, I support you, but let's see how you're going here. So being very exactly. intentional. And also, yeah, the the most important part is asking your friends, "What do you need? What do you mm. need in this friendship? What do you need right now? How can I be that yeah. those things for you? In what ways can I show up for you?" that's so so important because then your friends feel more supported when you're loving them in their in the way that they feel loved right not your idea of how they should be loved but in the way that they want to be loved that's so important and I'm grateful that I get to love on Mm -hmm. you sis even though you be acting like you don't want my love that's that's what Joki will do in public Chill out this is a public forum because it makes you so shy oh love Because you act like you don't love this love. Girl, you love it. Don't lie. <laughs> I don't know. I, you know what? Let me just accept the love today. Because we in public, you know, I accept you. you know. But I love you. I love you like this sister I've never had. You've done so much for me being there for my sister when I couldn't. I, like, you know what I mean? Like, this is, okay. Hey, let me take it back. Because I got shady. Hold on. Yeah. What I meant to say was the second sister I'd had. Thank you. There you know, you, what? you know, I mean, Joki has done so much for me. Um, being there for my sister when I was in the trenches. Um, being just being there for me, even when I didn't need her to be there for me. 
So that has meant a lot. Nakula mpenzi. Don't say I don't love you. Don't say I don't love you because I just said it. Exactly. I know. So anyway, shout out. I love you. Shout out to our crew. We love y'all. Um, you guys are amazing. Uh-huh. Shout out to Joki's mom. Shout out to my parents. You know, this is what friendship Thank is. You. It's family. It's family. Exactly. And so I think also like for me, time. shout out to Sorry. Hold on. No. Shout out to you guys, my family in St. Louis coming and meshing with my family in DC. That means so much to me because my family in DC is like has been holding me down. So y'all all being together and like holding it down and loving on each other, like that makes me so happy. So yay. Yeah. That's yeah. how I was and, and also shout out to my mom, Jane. Ni gefe kwa kumasala mukwa. Jane Magoti hapa Wisconsin. It's always everything. Thank you for this. Y'all, y'all <laughs> we're out, guys. We're 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 seriously out. <laughs> <joking>. <laughs> Bye.